Is this thing on? Hello, hello. What is up, you guys? You are listening to Grow With Row. I am your host, Ramana. And on this show, we have discussions that help you feel better, think better, do better, and get you from where you are to where you want to be. So let's get into it. All right. Hello, hello. Welcome back. So today is going to be a solo episode, just me, myself, and I, and you. And we are talking on the topic of frustration when learning something new. The pain, the discomfort of learning a new skill or attempting something foreign and challenging. So transparency here. This is something I'm going through at the moment, just even in the sense of this podcast, right? Um, I am not new to speaking. I am not new to thinking. I am not new to wisdom on certain subjects. I am very new to being clear and concise with my knowledge around certain subjects, around kind of just packaging these thoughts up into these pretty little packages and delivering them so that the audience gets value, gets relatability, gets education. And it is tough. It is really tough. It makes me want to just burn this whole thing to the ground, if I'm being honest. And sometimes the toughest thing to understand is that mostly everything new that we do in life feels this way. Now, I think it's very easy to forget that because there's so many, most of our day is spent doing the things that we're good at. Right, Most of our day is spent with the familiar. And oftentimes the way that we get uncomfortable or the way that we pursue something that's unfamiliar is still within the realm of familiarity, right? So for example, trying out a new fitness class or a new style of working out, right? Let's say that you start CrossFit, but you've already worked out in the past All that will be challenging and frustrating about CrossFit is that other people are moving faster than you and that you realize that your endurance is not where it's required to be to quote unquote be successful within a CrossFit class, CrossFit sphere. But it still isn't necessarily that same degree of discomfort and frustration because you've already spent years learning the movements, right? You already know how to squat. You already are familiar with running. You already might be familiar with kettlebell swings and whatnot. And so now it's just, holy crap, I think I'm dying because (laughs) I don't ever work out with this much intensity, right? But it's not this kind of pit in your stomach of being so far out of your comfort zone uh, and realm of familiarity, right? The way that it is when it's just, let's say, day one of working out ever, right? Showing up to the gym for the very first time in your life. It's It's a different feeling than that. 
And a lot of that, there's, I mean, some of it might be ego. Yes, if you are really concerned with other people watching you do this thing and seeing you not good at it, right? But if you're doing something that no one really sees you doing, like learning to play the piano, right? You can be in your own apartment, in your room, like no one sees you do that. Or you can be learning a new language and no one sees you do that. Or you can be sitting here like recording a podcast. No one sees me do this. I don't necessarily feel stress thinking, oh, other people are going to hear this. That's what's making me uncomfortable. No, that's not it at all. What I feel is the frustration of I am learning a new skill and it shouldn't feel this frustrating. I think that that's kind of what weighs on you, right? Where this is just talking, which I, like I said, I already know how to do. This is just thinking, which I already know how to do. This is just educating, which I already know how to do. I'm not talking about any new topics that I don't know not of. I do know what I'm talking about here, but I'm still faced with the fact that in order to be good at educating and delivering information, you have to be clear, concise, just like we learned in school, right? You have your thesis, you have your body. I don't even remember it. I'll have these terms. Your thesis, your intro, your thesis, the, or is it the body and the, whatever. You have all the separate parts that lead to a conclusion that then people can summar that you can summarize in two to three sentences, right? Uh, but there's obviously there's so many different ways to do podcasts and it's a matter of deciding which way you want to go, whether you want to be like something like Joe Rogan, where it's just sit down, we turn this thing on and we just have a conversation. But there isn't this kind of pressure to get certain points across or to provide like to provide value. The value is created, provided naturally just based on the conversation that's had. Right. Then there's the people who script the entire thing. Then there's the option of just having bullet points of, of points you really want to touch on. Uh, and that's kind of the route that I'm leaning towards. There's people who edit, don't edit. I didn't want to edit. I genuinely was like, you know what? What comes out of here comes out of here. But as an avid podcast listener, I think sometimes editing, especially in the early stages of building the podcast, is necessary because you know what? There is a lot of, there are a lot of ums and pauses and did I say that in the most clear and concise way just as some of you who post on Instagram it's the same with stories you know yes you can spend 20 slides explaining one thing or you can take a second condense and consolidate and then redo it and put all your thoughts into one slide and get the exact same concepts across so then we get into comparison mode (laughs) we start comparing ourselves to people who at the end of the day are just talking right they're just sitting there and they're having conversations and somehow these conversations are perfectly clear concise to the point well articulated there's no ums there's no what's there's no I lost my train of thought there's no crap you know what I want to say that in a different way none of that happens none of that happens and it is bewildering because it looks so like these people just have a gift that I do not possess But then it's like, well, they're literally sitting there and talking, which is something I am capable of doing at the age of 30. So I must, it must mean that I'm not good at this and that I should stop. 
Ha ha ha. But that is not the truth, right? And at the end of the day, you cannot compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 10, even though it seems it, it, it it's very easy to do that when it's around something that quote unquote should be not should come naturally or should be common sense or something like that like sitting down and talking <laughs> you know especially on a topic that you're familiar with you should be able to just sit down and have a conversation with the perfect points to back it up with the perfect examples and the perfect life experience points and relatability and the whole thing you know and these people make it look so natural but you know what let me tell you something that's not what their day one looked like and not only that it is a muscle it is something that as you do it more you get better at it I don't know how I don't know why because I feel like there has to be active thought with something like speaking and talking but I don't think there there does I do believe that it is just a muscle and just like when you're at the gym you're not thinking about your bicep contracting right? You're, you, you are thinking about it contracting. You're not thinking about you doing the contraction. The muscle does the contraction. You just know how to properly lift the weight and you know where your bicep is so that when you close your eyes and go inward and think about your bicep, you can feel it within you, <laughs> so to speak. But you're not the one doing the contraction. The muscle is doing that on its own because it knows how to do it you just go into that place and the muscles like aha I know what we're doing here I'll take over and that is what happens with people who do podcasting or really any skill that you're looking to achieve is that that skill is wired within their subconscious that the second they're put into that environment where they have to turn that skill on, their body and their mind already take over, right? So whether you are sitting at the piano or about to speak a new language, your body remembers and your body changes to then make that happen, right? Your mind, different parts of your mind turn on. It's really, it's really a cool concept to think about. But the point is that we forget that that process is necessary, that there are new neural pathways that need to be created, and that that process takes time and repetition. Every single way that you speak and think and everything you do was wired into you. It's really weird to think about, but everything has a starting point. There was a day one for everything you do. Every little thought you have, there was a day one for that sequential pattern. And so when it comes to learning a new skill, all that we really have to compare to ever is somebody who's already done it. And someone who's already done it is at a chapter 10 of them doing it. So when we think of a new thing that we want to do, we typically are thinking about what it already looks like to be able to do it. We're already thinking about what it's going to be like when I can play the piano. So I'm excited. I want to learn to play the piano, right? I'm already thinking, oh my gosh, you know, it'd be so cool if I knew how to speak French. 
So I want to learn how to speak French. We don't think about chapters one through nine, what it'll take to get there, the pain and the frustration and the learning, because there's no, that's not documented. No one has in their mind, oh my gosh, I want to go through the process of learning the piano. (laughs) No one thinks that about learning a new skill. So it's more so about the excitement of already being good, the excitement of what will be possible for you once this state of being is already achieved. But then we learn that This is going to take a lot of really hard work at first. And there's two parts to that. Like I said, there's the ego, right? Which is, oh my gosh, like other people watching me do this and failing. Or, you know, the shame around that. Or I should be like this. Or I should be like that. Just based on other people seeing or witnessing it. But then there's also just the discomfort in the body that comes with something being really hard and something being frustrating. And that's really tough because the only times that we feel those things is when we're learning something new. It's not typically an everyday feeling when you're just going through the same stuff, the same routines, the same ways of thinking, the same things that you're already good at, right? And then the third piece is that there is so much faith associated in this you're literally just free falling and hoping that this is within your scale within your scope of possibility like none of us know if we are designed to be good at something right you have to go through the process of actually learning it to see and to learn about yourself whether or not this is something that is meant for you or not. Now, that is kind of cool to think about because that means in learning new things, the chapters one through nine of just the learning process is more so you getting to learn about yourself than it is about learning the thing. And I think that in itself is an incredible reason to continue to learn new things, not just to evolve yourself so that you have a lot of skills. It's not about, oh, I can play 19 instruments and speak 40 languages. Like, yeah, that's cool. But I think it's much more about all of the things that you will learn about what you're good at, about how you learn, about what you relate to. All of the different things that you learn about yourself on the journey to obtaining every single one of those skills. Right, Because if you learn 10 instruments, that doesn't mean that every single one of those instruments is going to come with the exact same process of learning it because you're going to be at a completely different point in your life. You're going to have maybe a new relationship, maybe new work commitments. Maybe you have a kid. Maybe you have a, a two, three new jobs that you're working at the same time, right? And so as you pick up that new skill at that specific season of your life, you're going to learn completely new things about yourself in the in the process and you'll actually have to learn new skills that will then make learning that skill even possible like maybe time management like clearer communication in your relationship hey I need to set aside an hour a day in order to make this happen I want to make sure that I'm not dropping the ball in the relationship in the meantime as well so yes I do believe that there are two separate types of learning there's the learning 
where you already have a base level skill and then you're simply adding on to it like a different workout class or like learning a harder piece on an instrument, right? You already have the baseline. So now it's just a matter of that skill improving in order to excel to the next level, which really doesn't, I don't know if that leads to much personal growth, right? Because all that that really requires is patience and the discipline to practice. But other than that, that's it. Just time has to go by and you know that you will get that piece over time or you will get more, your body will catch up and your endurance will catch up over time. But the act of taking on a completely new skill, foreign skill, requires way more personal growth because yes it's patience and discipline because you still have to sit down and do the stuff even if you don't want to but at the same time it's also so many of your kind of quote-unquote demons come out through the process you see your ugly bits you can throw a tantrum you get frustrated you'll literally behave like a three-year-old And we're all old enough now to have the self-awareness to be able to kind of look at ourselves as we're behaving that way and be like, holy crap, like that is so immature. Like, what am I doing? Why is this bringing that out in me? Well, that, my friend, is the growth. That is the work. That is the fun part. (laughs) That is actually exactly what you are supposed to go through in order to reap the reward at the end. And the reward at the end is you obtaining that skill. So like I said, it's not about being so well-rounded that you have a resume full of special skills, but it's what being able to obtain those skills says about your character. So what does this mean? What happens now? What do we do? What do we do with the frustration? What do we do when we feel like quitting? What do we do with this feeling of discomfort that we don't feel all that often day to day, right? So typically it's like an alarm that goes off like, hey, something's wrong here. Maybe, maybe not. What do we do when it is all faith-based? We're not even sure. Is this something I'm wasting my time on? Or is this a sign that this isn't the thing that's meant for me? What happens now? Well, Awareness. Awareness and acceptance of the process. You got to just put yourself into that process as much as you can and change the focus from what it will look like once I'm able to do this thing and instead change it to who will I become in the process of learning this thing to the degree that I want to know it? How is my character evolving through the process of the execution of the day-to-day tasks I have to perform in order to get to the level I want to be at with this thing? And that is what is keeping me here, right? Three times in the last (laughs) week, I've literally been like, maybe this just isn't for me, right? I know, but I but I know that that's not true. And I think that it's really cool that I know that that's not true because that means that I'm plugged in to this process and plugged into myself enough to know that there's not 
a specific person that this thing is for. I'm plugged into myself enough to know that this feeling I'm feeling is actually exactly what I'm supposed to be feeling right now in this process. Because even if I sit back and think, hey, this is just speaking. I know how to do that. This is just coaching. I have seven years of coaching experience, right? I know how to relay the information to my clients. I've been doing that for the last seven years when training sessions sometimes turn into therapy sessions. I already know how to do that. Even if I feel that the pieces of the puzzle are things and are skills I already possess, that does not mean that I have ever executed them in this fashion. And that in itself means that there will be an up level that is necessary in order for me to then be able to execute them in a new fashion. And any time we are looking for an up level, It is 100% guaranteed to come with this feeling of trigger, with this feeling of tantrum, with this feeling of pit in your stomach, with this feeling of wanting to pull your hair out and punch a wall, with this feeling of questioning the faith bit and questioning, am I really meant to be doing this or is this a sign that it's not for me? Those are all, you can write those down, (laughs) like symptoms, right? These are all symptoms of getting to an up level. And the second that you know that, you can spot it and be like, aha, okay, I'm good. I know that this is the uphill climb part. And even if I can't see over the ridge there just yet, I will. I just have to keep climbing and stay in the process. And the other cool part is that every time you are learning something new and looking to up level, you have new skills already, like internal, emotional, personal development skills, hopefully, that you take with you, right? Whether that be means of dealing with stress, whether that means ways to uh, that you know you operate with the most productivity, whether that means you know how to get your mindset right, whether that means you know how to make yourself the most efficient in things, you already know yourself better with each day for how you work best, how you operate best. And so every time you take on a new challenge that's going to lead to an up level, you're going into it with those things in mind. So as you're going through this uphill climb and you're faced with these challenges, this discomfort, these obstacles, you get to practice all of the tools that you've been learning to help with your patience and your time management and your efficiency and yada, 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 right? And you get to see the same kind of pain points and triggers and all the stuff come up and utilize those tools and you get to reflect, hey, you know what? Maybe my patience isn't where I thought it was. Maybe I thought I have mastered the art of time management, but I haven't tried anything new in the last year. And in the last year, I got a new job. And now that I have a new job and I'm trying to learn this new skill, my time management actually sucks. So now I have to improve upon that, right? So... That is the process of getting to a new you, of becoming not just well-rounded in how many skills you can collect on your resume, but who you become in the development of those skills. So here's your action point 
to take away from this episode. I want you to think back to the last time you really tried to take on a new skill, learn something new. Maybe it was last week. Maybe it's right now. And write down what your symptoms are as you're making that uphill climb. What is it that you experience every single time you try to learn something new? Think about it. Is it frustration? Is it avoiding doing the work? Is it distracting yourself with more pleasure-seeking activities like sitting and scrolling for hours or watching TV or going out and drinking? Is it wanting to punch a wall? Is it wanting to tear your hair out? Is it like wanting to cry? Is it wanting to, like you sit in your crying chamber, the shower, (laughs) and cry to Kelly Clarkson for an hour and a half because you're so frustrated and you're questioning your entire self-worth and your entire identity? What are those things for you? I want you to take inventory of what those symptoms are Write them down and have them next to you, whether it's at your desk, whether it's at your piano, wherever it is that you are learning your new skill. And every single time you sit down to do that and you feel those things creeping up and you just want to like throw the thing away and burn it all down, look at that list. Look at the list. See if what you're feeling right there is written on that list. If it is, you're right on track. And it is time to sit in it Stick with it. Move through it. It is just part of the process. And you know that you are right on track. And if you know that you're right on track, yes, it might not necessarily make really anything easier in that moment. Apart from that self-awareness piece, that will help at least reinforce the faith to go another day. Right? Hey, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. I already predicted that I would feel this way. It says right here, this is right on track with how I'm supposed to feel, how this is supposed to make me feel. All right, let me give it another 30 minutes, right? So that's it. That is today's episode. Short, quick, to the point. I hope you got some value out of this. If you did, please share the episode with someone who you think may benefit, someone who may be going through it. Someone who you know maybe quits everything that they start because they think it shouldn't feel a certain way, shouldn't feel as uncomfortable or as difficult because they're envisioning that fantasy of that thing being done through the lens of somebody who's already been at it, right? Someone who's already acquired and mastered that skill because nobody really talks about the process and the minutia of the day-to-day, right? So that is it. Uh, As usual, you can send an email, comments, questions, concerns, feedback to, I do have a new mail address for you. It is now row at rowgrit360.com. Grit360 was already taken. So it is what it is. Uh, If you got some value out of this, please pass the episode on and leave some comments and some reviews. That would be really helpful to get the word out there. All right. Thanks, guys. See you on the next one. 